I'm Mark Smith. And thank you again for joining me today as I deliver a new message in my series, The Process Part 4, and as we continue to proclaim, Why Not Me? If this is your first time listening to me today, please take a moment and listen to the prior messages with this series, The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, and my current message that we're in right now, Why Not Me? Each of these can be found on iHeartRadio. Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, and tune in by searching the process, Mark Smith. Also, please do me a favor. Keep sending me your comments via email at mark at the process, marksmith.com. Well, part of knowing where you're going is studying your route, or in some cases, knowing where you've been before. You know, in life, it's been called sometimes deja vu. But I'm pretty sure that each one of us map out our destination prior to leaving our home. And to begin, let me welcome you aboard the process part four, flight, why not me? As your pilot for today's flight, and before my flight attendants begin to take over, let me explain what our motto is. That is, in your path, storms will arise. But the wisdom attained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? Before we reach our cruising altitude this evening, there's a couple messages I want to remind you of before I turn off the fasten the seatbelt sign. For starters, <laughs> I studied the flight plan and it's indicated a joyous path to our destination this evening. The National Weather Service has stated that we will encounter a few isolated storms that will arise, perhaps halfway during the flight. When this occurs, don't panic or feel uneasy in the slightest bit. My entire flight crew has endured turbulence like this on numerous occasions and have gained the wisdom to help execute this flight plan. Communication is part of my responsibility as the leader of your flight crew. Therefore, I shall leave my cabin door open to answer any question that comes to mind. Now sit back, relax, enjoy your seven episode flight, and again, welcome to the process part four, Why Not Me Airlines. How you like that twist to get us started? But doesn't the life that we encounter sound very similar since we are all pilots of our very own flight or life plans? My favorite part of flying is the takeoff. I mean, the engine is racing, you know, like our heart when we get excited about something then gravity takes a hold and forces everyone into a position of reclining each facet of an airplane ride mirrors the steps of change we all experience while growing think about the similarities that equate for a few minutes let's start with taxing on the runway doesn't that revisit the areas within our life that need repaired and is waiting how about this one that we all hear prior to takeoff? Should the cabin lose pressure, oxygen masks will drop from the overhead area. Please place your mask over your own mouth and nose before assisting others. Doesn't this statement remind us of how we can't take care of others if we don't take care of ourselves? <laughs> well, here comes the best part, in my opinion, the takeoff. Deciding that changes are imminent. And no matter what you're, what you're making your commitment to, 
it becomes a must for you at that point. And finally, the landing. The stage of excitement to unveil the new you for the world to see. Through these shared experiences, so many things have passed within our mind. Most notably, how? How are we able to sustain the things in life that we've endured? I know I've wondered how (laughs) I was ever going to look in the mirror and see who I was truly called to be. One could press the how forever in a day. However, the deeper statement, not question, for us to be proudest of is the why. Why? Welcoming the happiness within yourself to why not me? Don't deplane yet. Get ready for this message that we're about to, to embark on today. It is truly an amazing flight. Let's start with the W. If you have followed any of my messages, you know that I openly speak about the learning experiences. Notice I didn't say mistakes. That life has allowed me to embrace. By embrace, I mean I kicked, I screamed, I cursed, I punched, I lost sleep, among other things, to realize that change was necessary to grow in my life. Sometimes, quite honestly, I just did not want to wake up rather than welcome the changes that God was placing in my life. It wasn't that I didn't want to change at all, but I, like most people growing, was having an internal war within myself. You're familiar with those entities, two separate ones, the heart and the mind, and which one to welcome in. While going through the changes of evolution, remember what I said about change, heart at first, messy in the middle, rewarding at the end. But the changes of evolution, a little voice kept, 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 kept getting louder and louder and frankly kept me up at night for many years of my life. It said, Mark, if you want to welcome a state of peace of mind, you have to balance the want to with the have to in your life. Mm -mm -mm. To have a state of peace, you have to balance the want to with the have to in your life. Specifically to say, why not me? Well, what do I mean by this specifically? One leads towards choice, while the other leans toward must, and sometimes begrudgingly. Most of the time in my younger days, I viewed things as have to because of the actions that I welcomed prior. Today, through knowledge and wisdom, the priorities of thinking have changed in my life oh so dramatically. The other day, while waiting on Tasha at the store, I was sitting down the front of the store thinking about some key points for this message today. When an elderly lady walked right up to me and just stared in my eyes. The first thought is she might be lost or or perhaps even confusing me with someone else. But then she said in a very soft voice, you look stressed, honey. What's wrong? I smiled at her and said, nothing, ma'am, nothing is wrong. I'm just overthinking a message, a speech that I want to give next week. That's all. 
She pulled her mask down and replied, Young man, stress is a choice. <laughs> I smiled again and said, Yes, ma'am, I know, and put my head down. The beautiful spirited woman touched my hand and said, So is inner peace. So is inner peace. What elderly insight. That will be a moment in my life I shall never forget. It was though I was being asked again to welcome and embrace the peace within to stand firmly and claim, why not me? So we covered the W. Let's cover the H and Y, which is happiness. One of the most sacred things that I feel are missing today inside the home is the family dinner. Now, I know times have changed as well as the demand on families, you know, work schedules, activities. I get it. I get it. The time to unplug and share the day with everyone at the dinner table. This was never more of the case than guess what? Sunday dinner. I was also talking to my wife, Tasha, a few weeks back about Sunday dinners in my house in Columbus, Ohio, when I was growing up. Now, we started about started talking, excuse me, about different meals that were served and started talking about having meatloaf. It seemed like my mom, love you, mom, <laughs> fixed meatloaf every Sunday. And I know my dad really loved it. As you probably know where I'm going, <laughs> I began to despise meatloaf. When I was old enough to drive, I would go purchase food on, on that Sunday and my dad would be mad. He would say, your mother worked hard to cook dinner and you're eating McDonald's. If you recall, I spoke in the last episode about feeling sorry for our youth and not embracing the efforts of our lineage. So once I went to college and, and was away from home, I again, like most, got something called missed meal cramps. You know, that feeling when you miss those dishes that were darn good and you and you took them for granted. As you probably know where I'm going next, I cannot wait to get home and devour several plates, <laughs> plural, of meatloaf. These are the things that bring happiness to our lives that we reflect on. Marcus Antonio said, very little is needed to make a life happy. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. My way of thinking. Mm. I go back to what we I go back to what I said. What we think and what we visualize when we look in our mirror. Understanding that all the memories in life we encounter should all be be a, of happiness, both pleasant and not so pleasant. Each are learning tools. At the beginning of this message, I used the symbolism of our steps in life and several principal parts of taking a trip on an airplane. We all get in what I call vacation mode. Some have the happiness begins when the trip is planned, which is when you agree to take the time off and you're ready to leave the area. Some may say, no, Mark, happiness doesn't take center stage until we're packed and headed out the door. And others may feel as though this euphoric emotion of happiness doesn't start until the destination is reached. But lastly, some may say this begins when one returns home. The journey of this trip, also known as a part of the marathon of life, 
should be expressed daily with happiness. I mentioned earlier for me that the feeling of taking, taking off, whisking into the sky, is a reference to me of saying, why not me? We've saved the money for the trip, made the necessary changes within. Remember we talked about that, made changes within, within me from what I want to be to who I want to be. We bought tickets and outlined our itinerary, which means we focused on a new direction in life for, from the trials and tribulations and situations we endured. And finally, we landed, excited for the new memories to behold, which equates to overjoy with happiness and becoming resilient to profess, why not me? We have W. We just finished the H. Let's go to the Y. And why? I'm not a boastful man, but I am a humble child of God. I'm a proud son. I'm a proud husband. I'm a remarkable father. I'm a fabulous grandfather. And I'm a best friend to many. I speak from my heart and soul to everyone listening when I say that what, what I'm going to say to start this section with is powerful. Listen closely. You can rise from anything. I don't think you really heard that. I say you can rise from anything. You can completely recreate yourself. Nothing is permanent and you, you are never stuck. We all have choices and can think of new thoughts. You can learn something new. Better yet, create new habits. Hear me when I tell you this. All that matters is that you have decided not to look back. I'm not a gambler by any means, but the safest bet in the world is to bet on yourself. Your ability to listen, learn, and create the best you possible is all that's accounted for. Louis Hay says, you have been criticizing yourself for years. And it hasn't worked. Why don't you try improving yourself and see what happens. Try it again. Try it again. Collectively, all of us as a change agents, so to speak, it is sometimes often and mandatory at times to be done to be better, to be better to yourself, to love yourself and truly be happy. Never stop working on the best you can be. It is truly a lifelong endeavor to welcoming happiness within yourself. Why? Let me close with a story I heard. There was a woman who was diagnosed with a terminal illness and given, was given three months to live. She asked her pastor to come to her home to discuss her final wishes. She told him which songs she wanted sung at her funeral and what scriptures to read and which outfit she wanted to be buried in. Then she said one more thing. I want to be buried with a fork in my hand. <laughs> the pastor was surprised. The woman explained, In all my years of attending church socials and potluck dinners, I always remember that when the dishes of the main course were being cleared, Someone would inevitably lean over and say, keep your fork. It was my favorite time because I knew something better 
was coming, like velvety chocolate cake or deep dish apple pie, just something wonderful. So I want people to see me there in that casket with a fork in my hand and wonder, what's with the fork? Then I want you to tell them, keep your fork because the best is yet to come. The pastor's eyes welled up with tears of joy as he bid the woman goodbye. He realized that the surgery had better grasps and her options were, were no longer there. And grasp of heaven, he did know something better was coming. At the funeral, when people asked him why she was holding a fork, the pastor told him of the conversation that he had with the woman before she died. He said he could not stop thinking about the fork and knew they probably would not be able to stop thinking about it either. And he was right. So the next time you reach down for reach down for your fork, let it remind you ever so gently the best is yet to come. Friends are a very rare jewel indeed. They make you smile and encourage you to succeed. Cherish the time that you have and the memories you share. Being friends with someone is not an opportunity, but a sweet responsibility. And just remember Keep your fork. The best is yet to come. You know, that speaks to everything we've discussed from the inception of this series entitled Why Not Me? Welcoming the happiness within yourself. Why? is a privilege to harness every single day of our life. Let me revisit something with you that is definitely my mantra. And that is, in your path, storms will arise. But the wisdom attained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question why not me in every message it is imperative that i mention taking time to share what we are talking about sharing the meaning of why not me you just heard again something you already knew being friends with someone is not an opportunity but a sweet 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 responsibility who do you know that needs to keep the fork Listen to this message and believe that that what they are going through is temporary. Teach them it's temporary. Talk with them about welcoming the happiness within yourself. They see it in you. So why don't you give them a path and how to get there? Amid whatever you're going through, always let them know that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha. My mother, Lee, happy birthday again, young lady. Mama Sarah, you got a birthday around the corner. I love each of you very much. To my world's future leaders, my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, Ivy, Luke, Poppy loves you, babies. Oma and I will see you soon. Stay safe out there. Continue to follow the proper protocols to keep you and others safe. Remembering, change begins and ends within. That is the first step in creating legacy changing in 2021. Have a blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Why not me?